Welcome to the Side Action Podcast, the sports gambling show that covers everything in the world of sports betting from A through Z. We'll cover the four major sports as well as anything and everything in between worth some action and we'll increase the size of your bankroll. And here we go. All right, we are live. Welcome to the Side Action, episode 10 of season 6. My name is Jim Weglars, a.k.a. Weggs. You can follow me at Weggsful on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, and I'm Coop. Uh, you can check me out on Instagram at Dalton Cooper on Twitter at Mr. Grumpy Gills. Uh, again, we are the Side Action Podcast. Uh, we are back in the, I always forget, this is not the Ridge, this is the Edgewater Studios. Edgewater there Studios. we go. See, I'm getting there. Getting See, there. next week we'll have it, you know, we'll down. We'll have it down pat. Well, we'll talk about next no, week. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> but we are back live uh, in studio, so we're here. We're here in the Edgewater studio again. Um, so thanks for thanks for coming. You're you're wearing uh, the Finns hat. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. That's a big game this week. The weather's changing. Too. We are trying to see if this live chat function works. Uh, I have the speculation it doesn't actually go up till we're done. But some people said it is live streaming. We haven't gotten any comments. They're available. So. Log in and join the chat with us and see what happens. I'm going to try like, to monitor and keep the thing going. At it the same works. Time. Looks like somebody just joined Luke's. In oh there. my God. We're live, work. baby. Yeah, we heard you. <laughs> we heard you, Luke. You're on there. Give us a question, uh, man. Nice so work. Funny. It works. That's so funny. This is awesome. So, hey, live, live, uh, whatever the hell we call it, podcast. Look, you just gave us the, <laughs> the, the two hands. hands. That's awesome. The high hands. There we go. Thanks, Luke. <laughs> looks like a set. Yeah, we hope you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hope you feel better. You feeling better, Luke? You ready he to roll got the too hot. Tonight? He got too hot from the Jets. That's what happened to the Jets, man. He got sick from them. That's he got what it was. so excited from the Jets to come back. So. Well, anyway, so last weekend, obviously, we had Halloween weekend. Uh, yeah. I don't know how it turned out. We saw your costume. I was John Wick. If you saw me on social media, you saw my... <laughs> some people thought I was wearing blackface. I am not that kind of guy. I was not Snoop Dogg, as some people have asked. I was John Wick. Maybe it was a little too dark on the beard. I'm not sure. <laughs> Um, but I made my own wig. I was gonna wear it, but it's you know Halloween's over, so oh, yeah. it's it's over there in the corner. Probably should be thrown out. Yeah, no, the 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 wig was nice. It was a nice touch, and I'll leave it at that. So. <laughs> and then foreshadows on uh, Sunday. You and I were there, and obviously we saw Luke, and he got his Jets. What was that? Eight eight to one. It was eight. Yeah, to one plus eight hundred. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. I actually, didn't make the write ups. I was talking about. Yeah, it was a big comeback. It was basically they're just talking about it. One of the podcasts I listened to. I didn't realize that Saquon Barkley had the opportunity to get a first down and slide when they had their last possession. Instead, he slid. He slid at the eight after gaining eight yards right. to kill the clock. Get the first down, Saquon. What are you doing? I mean, he still missed like what a thirty-eight yard field goal. Yeah. So I they mean, had a chance. And everything that uh, was at Murphy's Law, everything mm-hmm. that can go wrong will go wrong. And sure enough, there sure it was. did. Sure Luke, did. Hey, Luke took advantage. Congratulations, yeah. Jets. Congratulations, Luke. Uh, <laughs> gotta, you know, get something, and then. You also went to Hag's party, and I heard there was some rolling of some bones on the. He's got a little table in the basement. Yeah, actually, I think he had it in his kitchen. They're still oh. they're doing the stairs. No, I mean it looks awesome. I mean, yeah. uh, it's definitely coming along. So all I heard uh, was three people rolled for like two hours straight. Yeah, if Hag was really had a bankroll, he wouldn't have had one the rest of the night. That's for sure. So now hopefully we can repeat that this weekend. You know, we can. Uh, you know, Keep the hot streak going. We don't want to talk about it too much. It's kind of like a no hitter, you know. You kind of leave it alone when you're, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. I'm not going to talk about me getting my fleece tomorrow. Yeah. At Rivers. <laughs> Ever again. Luke, where are you? You better get healthy because I'm going to be. Anyway, <laughs> uh, how was the bowling league? Uh, oh yeah, we swept the first place team. Yeah, so yeah, the boys stay hot. 
Even uh, with the handicaps, we talked about that one. Yeah, they didn't even show up though. That was kind of the crappy part. So they pre bowled. So they, I think they were pre-bold? scared. Yeah. So they must have they must have came in and bowled together as a team. So like we bowl on Tuesday nights, right? Okay. I guess like the live time is what we're yeah. You know, so like the live podcast. Right. So um, the, I guess the excuse was they went. They were going to a Halloween party on the actual Tuesday night, so they couldn't show up to leave. So. They didn't show up. They pre bowled. So we saw all their scores. We kind of knew what we needed to do. You crushed them. We, we did. Yeah, Jordan bowled well. I had the high series of the year so far. Shot yeah. 660. So wow. I had a 230 the first game, and then I had a, a 248 this, the, uh, the last Holy game. Holy cow. Nice so, work. Yeah. Oh, we hit mystery game. That was the cool part, too. That's okay. uh, So you, everybody throws in three bucks okay. after the first two games. Okay. Um, they draw a number between zero and three hundred, right? Because oh. those are the numbers okay. that you can bowl. And then whatever that number is, if you bowled it your first or second game, you get all the money. So, and the ironic thing was, is I, I kind of manifested it. So, uh, right before he's like, you know, you can hear him reaching into the chips, you know, for the whatever to pull the number out. And I was like, say two thirty, and he's like two three zero, and then it was awesome. So, hundred fifty bucks. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to Vegas already. Yeah, up. with a little yeah, cash, little cash. Little cheddar so cheese. This role is going to be for the Tuesday Night Magic League. So yeah, now you got you got plenty of money to play with. Yeah. So well, hopefully that goes well, and uh, yeah, that was so far. Hopefully, uh, hell of a like week. I said, yeah, it's been it's been a good week so far. That's the awesome. weather is the only crappy part, honestly. Yeah, the weather's it been. It was snowing on Tuesday. I don't know if you forgot. I don't know that. if people know. Uh, we're, we're you know we're Chicago Edgewater Studio. Uh, we know what we're doing. <laughs> it snowed on, on Halloween, and uh, it was also pretty damn cold yesterday. So it's been thirty degrees or so when we wake up in the morning maybe 20 28 degrees and a high of like 37 today's a, a balmy 40 I believe yeah it's a heat wave today yeah so it's, it's a little unseasonably cold we had a pretty good run uh, I went to a farmers market on Saturday before all the festivities had a date actually nice. met Luke out there and Jane they were giving me the tie over here I still got to bring it back Luke sorry about that but um <laughs> The girl wasn't ready. She needed her jacket on. It was like 42 degrees out there. Oh, I'm like, no. do you need this jacket of mine? Not a hoodie or nothing? Just yeah, a t-shirt? She had like a sweater. Oh, okay. But it wasn't, yeah, not it was a, like a, a, an ornate not a dense, sweater. Not a dense sweater. No. Yeah, yeah. She's from South Africa. She was not ready for this. Gotcha. Oh, it gets cold down there. They got I some know. good golfers that go out of South Africa, by the First way. First thing ever, Goosen. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, the first one that came to mind. Oh, Ernie L is also. Oh, Ernie. Yeah. yeah. Big, big, yeah, the big Ernie. Big Easy. All right, here we go. Let's get into some more stuff. How about to the shed? I'm going to let you go first since I always go first and I have my one person. You've got 16 people, so <laughs> Actually, let's I go. Kept it, I limited this week. So, you did? Um, uh, we'll get into – I think the club that was probably where I went more excessive okay. this week. You're so. usually more of a positive. Um, the shed, I did uh, I did come across Twitter. I have a bed bug update from a couple weeks ago <laughs> for the France inf- uh, France <laughs> infestation. Oh, so, great. Well, I'm not going to um, be in France. I'll be in Belgium. I, uh, I uh, stumbled upon a rabbit hole to where there was um, – a thread, kind of like Reddit, but the French version. That there was a guy that was posting. Uh, I have no idea. Maybe, <laughs> um, but there was a guy that had claimed that he was, um, I don't know, breeding bed bugs, and that he hated France, and that he was gonna actually, actually was going to uh, release these into the wild. He was actually showing videos of him, like you know, spreading them on like the public transportation and stuff like that. So. This guy's an asshole. Yeah, uh, that, that guy. This thing is real. Criminal. This guy. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, uh, what was it? Biochemical warfare is what yeah, they like terrorism sure. is what they were Bio saying. Warfare, so sure. we're taking that guy to the shed. Yeah, He's that an asshole. guy. What's his name? Um, uh, we're gonna find out. Joe hopefully. Bedbug. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Men in Black. I was. That's. I was, I I was hoping like for that. a Men in Black I don't like reference. That. Bedbugs yeah. don't really need assistance. 
No. They, they, well, there's they really no purpose for them, honestly. Yeah. yeah, I can't find a reason for them. But anyway, uh, that was just something I stumbled upon. And then obviously we're going to take Josh McDaniel to the shed. Um, as you know, he uh, he got fired. What was it, Tuesday night? He got fired. It was uh, Tuesday Monday. night. Was, was it after the trade deadline? Yeah. It was Tuesday night. Tuesday yeah. night. So he got fired uh, a year and a half into a six-year deal. Um, so really hard to do. That's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty cool to get paid and not work. Well, you know they're paying both Gruden and McDaniel's now. The Raiders. Now that I think about it, maybe he should go and club down because he's he's gonna be like, he could be like a professional golfer. He could be a Woo! professional whatever for the next four years. Yeah, he's yeah. like Bobby Bonilla. But anyway, <laughs> but he had a, a nine and sixteen record with mm-hmm. uh, in his tenure. Um, he also sent multiple first and second round picks for Devonte Adams, who he never made happy. The defense has never improved outside of Max Crosby. Yeah. Um, as a group, it's never been viable. Not been good. Um, and then obviously, I don't know if you could say he's made anybody better in the situation. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and then the other one I stumbled upon today. Got the um, GM fired too, by the way. Yeah, the GM fired. Mm-hmm. But I, you can argue that he did an okay job, maybe. I mean, he's he only been Max in there Crosby. for a year and a half. Yeah. No, he didn't find Max Crosby. That's no, the that was old there regime. before. That's right. But my point so is, this guy anything. got two drafts under his belt. What? What do they got to see? Yeah. Nothing. I mean, crazy. Anyway. But that's yeah. well. I was going to say, yeah, we'll get into that later. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, but Mayor Adams in New York. I don't know if you saw this or not. Mm-hmm. The FBI raided his home. Um, because I guess there was an allegation that um, there was random people in his camp going around raising um, donation limits and using straw donors. Mm-hmm. So people would give money, and then uh, which is illegal. And then those contributions were matched by the city. Oh, <laughs> so, and the crazy thing is, which I learned going through this, was I figured it was just dollar for dollar, but it's not that way at all. So it actually, actually comes out to like a $250 donation is actually Whoa. matched by two thousand dollars by what? the city. So, Eight times that's like uh, what Luke hit on the chair. Right, right. So uh, he's getting taken to the shed. Yeah, uh, major allegations. Of course, everybody's always denying, but there's multiple people in court, and uh, it should be kind of spicy. Like, I, I wanted to throw in like some maybe feelers that you know we can bring up in later weeks. Yeah, so. maybe we can. Maybe I can maybe create that update. kind of go yeah. fund me. Go fund me. Yeah, I was trying to I add to the Wegs pool, make it a little deeper. Real deep, too deep. <laughs> so, uh, so I get to do my. It's a little. I feel like mine's crappy compared to to yours. Those are good. Those are good uh, shed guys. My shed guys, Arthur Smith. Uh, he's the coach of Atlanta. Uh, in this case, I don't understand why it took him so long to switch to Taylor Heineke, <laughs> but he did. I mean, obviously, our guy Desmond Ritter fumbled again in the first half. They were trailing big to the mighty Will Levis Tennessee Titans. Maybe we'll talk about that later too. But in the end. He put in Heineke, and he was moving the ball like at, at will. And he obviously used to start for Washington, so he has experience. But he's got a little spark plug. He's going to start this week. Look, man, Arthur Smith, why were you holding on so dear for Desmond Ritter? I mean, what the hell? You could have been six and two or something by now. But anyway, they'll go four and four, and we'll see what happens. So you, sir, are in the shed with the bed bug man. Yeah, and he knew he had Young Way Koo. That's why he knew he didn't go to Heineke so fast because he knew he. Had we can outkick anybody except yeah. for the Titans. So. A field goal in the death, as Kelly would say. That's right. All right, I will go first on Club Dub. You know, I only want let one at a time. It's a red rope situation for me. They yeah. got to enter a certain way. They have to pass some tests. It's Joe Burrow. That's it's Joe my guy, Burrow. Joe Burrow, man. Joey his first 19 passes to start the game. Was that right? Or maybe it's 20. 19 in a row on this road win against San Francisco. A lot of hype for this game. We were there, obviously, cheering on the Bengals. I don't know if anybody was cheering with us. We were, we were screaming as the <laughs> Bengals were doing great things. But he was 28 for 32 in the game. He played so great. He's gotten a lot of, you know, obviously, pushback on his calf, where he should play, where he shouldn't play. He looked healthy. He looked great. He was on time every time, throwing great balls all over the yard. Joe Burrow, you are in Club Dub. 
do we think that Jamar Chase is a fortune teller? Because he said before Joe, you know, he's like, hey, we can we just take the first five games off, you know, and then here we are. He could have probably taken the first five games off, and they'd be sure. they may have been in a better situation, honestly. Because yeah, well, especially yeah. in that first and second game. But I digress. Um, the first person, obviously, we're gonna put Corey Seager in Club Dub. Yep. Um, he's the awesome. first. Yeah, they actually. Yeah, we didn't even get to talk about one little bit of the World Series. Well, which we, is tough. we got a, we yeah, got a we'll, section. We got yeah, a we'll section. get there. Yeah, right, right. But we didn't get to like you know get in that game seven. But yeah. anyway. Um, Corey Seager is the first uh, shortstop in World Series history to hit three home runs in the in the in the span of the World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he did not hit another one last night, but he, hit, he did drive in two runs. Yeah, he was so, great though. Yeah. Um, he's the second um, shortstop in I guess the history of baseball to win MVP mm. of the World Series. Okay, um, was the first? Do you know? No, I don't. I didn't okay. look it up. Staff right department. Yeah, we'll get on that. And I'd also um, he was like one of like five or six people to win. Um, multiple World Series MVPs with different teams. Yeah, no, so I heard that too. Joined uh, Randy too, right? Jackson, I think, or Reggie Jackson. Randy Reggie. Jackson, listen to me. <laughs> Reggie Jackson. Jackson. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, the Spurs, I don't know if you saw them. I'm going to put them in club dub. Came back. Um, yeah, they had that nice little comeback against Phoenix. They were down 20. That was Tuesday night. Um, Victor Wembanyama just he looks like an alien on the court and just Did even you on see TV, him walking in his costume the, slender man uh, yeah that's it, that it's was creepy. pretty legit it was, it was it'd be terrifying I, I would love to go see him in person one yeah, yeah, yeah. see him when he comes to uh, Chicago but um, and the last person I like this little spicy take they came up with too so okay. uh, Tom Brady is the last person we're going to put in club dub this week especially with the firing of Josh McDaniel I think it only strengthens this side of the take so that's hilarious um, obviously with the struggles of Josh McDaniel and Tom Brady, um, not Tom Brady, but uh, Bill Belichick recently, I think it just even more, you know, cements the legacy of Tom Brady and how actually great he was, you know, playing the position and right. making the team better. So we're gonna put him in club dub. It's been a good week for Tom Brady. So yeah, that's awesome. Heck yeah. I can't find it. I'm sorry. I tried to find it. No, nah, that's okay. It. That's okay. We'll get the stats apart. No, that's a good one. I mean, Brady obviously looks like he was the best complement or best component of that entire system yeah. obviously he's over winning over. the quote-unquote divorce he is well. absolutely so let's talk about college uh, football you're still doing pretty well i mean a couple setbacks lately but talk about the big games this week yeah no absolutely we got a couple on the big 12 um, the first one's obviously kansas state at texas mm-hmm. um, we have texas a&m at old miss old miss i think is number 10 um, I was going to put the rankings on here, and I totally it's forgot. okay. So, Next time. Um, <laughs> Notre Dame is going to Clemson. Uh, well, the CFP came out this week as well. Yeah, they did. Uh, Missouri at, is going to Georgia. Um, Oklahoma is going to Oklahoma That's State. That's a big one. That's yeah, a big one it's too bad it's not a night game. It's a 2.30 in the afternoon. What? Yeah, I know. Isn't that garbage? But, Still water. Let's uh, go. Yeah, the, the sky is no blacker on earth than... Still water at night, so <laughs> it's true. It's a home advantage, and then we have Washington at USC. I think Huge that's, game. That's gonna be a big game. I think it's might be. I a, think the total in that's over seventy. Yeah, it's gonna be. I think Legacy Game two point mm-hmm. So we'll get into that in just a second, and then we have uh, LSU at Alabama. Yeah. Probably beginning of the year, we thought this might be like I don't know, game of the century. You know what, three point now, yeah, but still yeah, a good game. Could be a good game, and then uh, Oregon State at Colorado. Obviously, we are still a, a prime time podcast, so <laughs> we'll uh, we'll throw them in the mix. But Oregon State is you know. Still frisky. They're yeah. still, I think, 15. So. Oh, they're still solid. They're yeah. still solid. And obviously, you know, Prime and at home and all that, they've been struggling a little bit. But, you know, they're, they're still, they still exceeded their win total. Sunglasses right. sales are through the roof. I saw a couple of, let's face it, a couple of cute baby costumes who were dressed. Kids kids dressed up as Prime. That's, prime, that's awesome. <laughs> so you're sitting at 14, 3, and 1 with these picks so far this year. Still making a ton of money. 
Lost out in Oregon. Uh, I'm sorry, one with Oregon. Lost out on James Madison. Yeah. So this week, what do we got here? Fins up. Oh, wait a minute. We got Art Murphy in the chat. Yeah, we got Art Murphy. Up. Fins up. Look yeah. at him. He's putting the fin up. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, so what do we got? What are your picks this week? No, absolutely. Uh, this is actually, I think, Art's favorite time when we were talking. Yeah. He's like, this is people big on the He only college, bets so. college now. Um, so we're going to ride with USC. Okay. They're getting three at home. This is a um, dog. I want you to know this is yes, an dog. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we're going two dogs this what? week. What? I know. I, I almost felt sick when I was doing it. Yeah, I was Is waiting for your reaction. I know, right? I was waiting for your reaction. So good. Uh, we're going with USC this week. Uh, no one, I don't think anybody really expects them to win. I would think USC. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, but There's I think a this lot of is, injuries on Washington's part. I think uh, I think the, the shootout game favors USC. Okay. Um, and they're at home, so I, I like them. I think Washington. Though they're good, I don't think they're the best team in the Pac-12, unfortunately. I think right. that's Oregon. So. Yeah, agreed. Um, and then we're going to ride with Oklahoma State at wow, home versus Oklahoma. Um, I uh, just I think Oklahoma's been really flirting with uh, oh, with man. danger the last couple of weeks, and um, I think Oklahoma State can still get to it. We can still have an Oklahoma State and Iowa State Big Twelve championship game. Is so, that what we're looking for? Uh, no, that's not what we're looking for. We love <laughs> to see maybe Texas or Oklahoma in there, right. but um, you know we'll see. But I think Oklahoma State pulls the upset here. So that's great. I mean, I know that they haven't done well against Oklahoma in the past, like in this big game. They haven't won these big games, yeah. Gundy anyway, but. Like you said, Oklahoma kind of was reading their own press clippings for a little bit, and Kansas, Kansas, you know. Yeah, and I can't remember who Kansas is playing, but uh, I remember looking at. I would take whoever Kansas is playing against. Yeah, down spot. Oh yeah, big time, absolutely. This is probably what the biggest. So two dogs this week, plus three and plus six. Look at you, you're you're doing something. Playing this week. Now I'm getting the stats department's go. That's okay. You look on the stats department. So and, and gentlemen on the chat, feel free to send us some questions. We appreciate you testing the chat, but we're here to discuss. It's a it's an interactive process here. Do like the dolphin emoji. Anyway, uh, let's go to the World Series here. What can be said? Um, Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're good. So it's one of these situations where I thought it was going to be a really good series, and maybe it was. I mean, the thing about baseball and, and softball is the same way. Game over game, it's not like it's, it's like basketball where you figure out matchups. There's more pitching matchups and hitting and hot hitting. In this case, you know, the first game was epic. I ended up staying here when I was putting on that day, put, making the damn wig for three and a half hours, um, watching this you know eleven inning thriller that ended up in a walk off home run, which was awesome. Uh, and then the second one, D-backs just crushed them. They, they and you know what can be said? The Rangers, you know, they're not good at home for some reason. No. <laughs> they lost nine to one, and then they flip right back and they're road warriors again. And this team just cannot lose. They didn't lose on the road in the playoffs. No, they were ten, 10, 10 and zero. That's never going to happen again. I mean, really, not going to wood. But you know, they end up winning three to one. Was kind of a they had one inning where they scored the pitchers duel, and then they kind of jumped all over them in the in game four. And last night it was one nothing till deep in the game. I thought, okay, here's a chance for the D backs to do it. Negative four yeah. runs in the ninth was it that they scored the or was the eighth they they got I up. I think it was nothing. I think it was the eighth. Yeah, he had that error in the eighth and that put him up three nothing, and yeah. then it was kind of over from there. So, so Simeon hits a two run homer, I right. think, and puts her to bed. I guess we probably should have put the Rangers in the Dub Club, even though they you know this is their first World Series. Yeah, first World Series in franchise history. So shout out to them. I mean, we had Corey Seager in there. So Bruce Bochy too. We talked about him last week. Yeah, Man, he. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, the, I think I was reading he the only he's won fourteen out of fifteen postseason series, and the only one he lost was the Cubs. 
when the Cubs won the World Series Is that, that year. Right? Yeah, I think that's what I was oh, reading on Twitter. So okay. obviously, you can feel free to fact check me, but I think it's when what he was, was on with the Cubs. Must have been an early season. It was the Giants then, right? Yeah. Okay. It was, yeah. must have been like a first round or something like that. It had to be an odd year because it's even years they owned them. So. <laughs> they did. They did. Interesting. Well. All right, let's get in the NFL. We got week eight here at recap. So it was pretty close on the home road splits. Uh, home teams won nine to seven, but the spreads of the favorites they took they took care of business, dude. Nine five and two. They're starting to flip back a little bit, which is your your side of the fence. But you're kind of coming on my side of the fence. You got to pick the right ones. <laughs> but totals were dead split eight and eight. Um, you know, was was actually really close to you know all, all was back and forth, and now it's split down the middle eight and eight. And the spread, though, did matter this week. It was a weird week. Three of those uh, favorites did not cover 100%, right? So um, kind of interesting. You know, three favorites won the game but didn't cover, which is pretty rare. That's a pretty high percentage, 19%, whereas the uh, for the year, it's like 11.5%. Now, I'm going to get a little excited here, Coop. Ashton and I have been on fire in these picks, dude. We, we had 4-1 last week. We were really close to going 5-0 in that stupid Ravens game, and I actually left the bar... Thinking, thinking that they that had covered won. it, yeah. yeah, and then they, and I then they. The same thing. I got home and I saw that it was. Set. I was like, oh my god. Well, what the hell? Then they they actually got the game up, you know, whatever, up by sixteen or something. Then they stopped the two point conversion, so they're up ten. But they didn't. Well, we'll talk about it in a minute, I guess. Sorry to get into all the details already, but but in the end, like a friggin' onside kick cost us that one. Yeah. But we have, we're now up to seventy percent. Seventy percent. That seems weird, but. This 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 quarter we went seventy percent so far. We have one nice. more week in the quarter. Okay. Fourteen and six overall. We're sixty two and a half percent. We're only one and a half picks off the money. Oh we're, man! Yeah, we're two hundred fifty two hundred forty seventh right now. You have to be in the top one hundred to be in the money. So, yeah. and not to say that we're we can come back and go all the way, but we are only uh, five picks back from the, the leader. So okay. not too shabby. I mean, let's just keep it going. Let's not talk too much about it, like you said, yeah. and plow forward. But. One more week in this quarter, and then the next one's a four-week quarter. All you can ask for is to be in the hunt there at the end, you know? Absolutely. You this is the best we've done it at any stage, basically, besides, like, week one of any season. Nice. Okay. It's kind okay. of ironic that I'm here at all of a sudden. I know. Yeah, we, it's good vibes. Just keep the good vibes. Let's tell action. Vibes. we got to tell we got to tell I know, action. We're trying to get them on the podcast yeah. once in a while. All right, so the picks we had, finally, were Carolina plus the three. Uh, that was a good pick, obviously, it wasn't the right side the whole way. It was kind of this low-scoring game between Houston and Carolina. You know, they've got, oh, Thomas Brown was supposed to help the offense in Carolina. Well, eh, settled for a lot of field goals. And in the end, they they needed like a six-minute uh, field goal drive to win this game outright. And they did win 15 to uh, fifteen to 13 in this one. But I don't know. It was, it was still... It, it looked like it was in the bag. It just when it was getting was thirteen twelve, and you're thinking, "Ah, oh, is there a pick six? You know, they did cover the game for us, so we got that one. Dallas was a no brainer. They're they're unbelievable in Jerry World. They won, you know, thirty thirty four to twenty. Is that right? Yeah, they were up huge in this game early. I think it's forty three to twenty. By the way, that's a missed stats department screwed up again. <laughs> no, the stats department. I did, put, didn't Carolina play Houston last week too? Yeah, did I? What did I say? Yeah, you had Green Bay in there. Well, no, yeah. I, I put it was supposed to be field goal. I ah, put gotcha. I obviously mistyped it. Gotcha. Somebody who's got to fire the fire yeah. the guy putting this together. That guy. Um, but yeah, Dallas covered the six and a half easily in that one. And then we talked about the San Francisco Cincinnati game. Cincinnati was the right side the whole way. Joe Burrow was amazing, and they scored a lot. Oh, Brock Purdy miraculously got cleared from the concussion protocol, and now they're saying, well, maybe he shouldn't have been cleared. Screw it. You got to figure out one way or another. 
They just weren't good enough, uh, and they won 31-17. to 17. I wish we would have seen Sam Darnold. That would have been nice. Would have been nice to see him. I mean, you know, redheads. Ginger, gingers. <laughs> is it that kind of, is, it, is it retrograde or something? Is it that time? I have no idea. That's I mean, you're gonna ask. You, can't, you can trust gingers. Look at uh, Andy Dalton. He's been amazing. Yeah, amazing. Good mentor, that Andy Dalton. So these last two games, we talked about the Baltimore game, which, again, they were favored by 9.5 in the contest, ended up winning the game 31-24 but they were covering most of that game, except a lot of things had to happen for them not to cover. But Seattle, we, we ended up taking your your side in Seattle with three and a half. That was a sweat. Uh, they were down, they, they scored the first 17 points of the game, right? And oh, yeah. you guys were thinking about buying back on um, Cleveland in that one and didn't, but they, and Cleveland roared back, took the lead, had the lead most of the second half, or at least was dominating the second half in Seattle. One drive, one turnover, one drive, and Gino took him down the field for the touchdown to our guy, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think we talked about him last oh, week. Oh, yeah. He gets the touchdown, and then they they do cover. And But the closing line was four. So if you had it outside the contest, you probably pushed like I did. Uh, three and a half, they did cover that one. So those two, probably, you know, one of them shouldn't have gone out that way, and one of them did. So four and one is probably a lucky go. What do you think about buying in on Jackson Smith and Jigba, Rookie of the Year? Wow, that's a big, big, bold move. Do you think? I mean, what, Tyler Lockett's getting phased out and oh, snap percentages and stuff. Like I totally that. like it, but you think he can jump crazy. up Puka and, and you got the Will Levis in, in the mix now. Uh, Will Levis had one game. What about AOC? I heard he's going to start a lot more. Yeah, CJ Stroud even. I wonder what the odds are, but you go ahead. Continue. It was just something I was thinking. So in your Beaver Nation picks, I don't know if you stuck with these. Did you? I did. You did? Okay, did. so 16, 8, and 1. A little bit better this week. You did take, did you take Tennessee? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Fighting Grables? Yeah. And, and I did reverse myself, as I said in the pod, which is stupid. I just follow what I said on the pod, follow what I said in the article, and I'll be good. So Vrabel does it again. He puts in Will, Will Levis on cue, by the way. Throws four touchdown passes in his first career start, zero interceptions, and most of them were deep, deep throws, which was nice oh, to yeah. see. He hit Hopkins is happy. He's not. He didn't get traded. So they didn't even sell anybody. Derrick Henry stayed and everything in that one. So they won outright in that game. I didn't put the score, but they did win that game, 28-23, I think. And then the Vikings, man, this was a great pick. I don't know if you uh, were on the, I was definitely on the Vikings. Poor Kirk Cousins, tore his Achilles, yeah, but despite that, they won 24 to 10. Really was not even a, a factor. Uh, the one that I didn't end up winning in my pool and didn't go with was the stupid Kenny Pickett can't <laughs> do shit. So uh, the Jags, still alive though, 6 and 2 now on their bye. They won 20 to 10 at, uh, at Pittsburgh, looking pretty good in that one. Mitch Trubisky had a little bit of spice, but. I think he had one 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 touchdown pass and then two interceptions. So yeah. what are you gonna do? What uh what rookie quarterback do you think would look the best in green and yellow next year? Like if you were the Packers, <laughs> what what rookie quarterback do you, you think? You mean like Caleb out? Williams or May yeah. or who are other options? I mean they're probably like now you don't like Drake Drake May? He's like North Carolina guy, bro. Ah. I mean Sam Howell's a North Carolina guy. Has he been playing good? I mean, you could argue he's been playing well. Yeah, no, he's good. Yeah, you could argue that his offensive line isn't very good though either. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, I feel like the place receivers. where you come. I mean, I feel like you're you're a little biased of where people are coming from. I hear. I am with Trubisky, yeah. no question. Okay. I haven't seen, admittedly, I haven't seen May play a lot. I've seen Williams play. He looks great, but he's obviously an attitude issue. So I wouldn't want him there. Um, I don't know if there's going to be some other guy, some guy from like South Dakota State or something like that. You know, the next. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, look at Josh Allen, Wyoming guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, these are guys, they're not all from big programs. I mean, even you think about Mahomes, Texas Tech, they were, you know, open or open uh, offense, but nobody was talking about him as the number one pick. So No, that's fair. 
Well, my number one. Oh, the Packers are going to have the number one pick. To no, your point, no. so it's going to be the Bears again. Just thinking, you know, I think it'd be cool for them to draft a quarterback. You know, which yeah. one would look cool? Uh, the visor would look sweet if they found a way to get Caleb Williams. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I see. Well, as Packers tend to get that way, he could paint on his fingernails. You know, pack. But we'll get anyway. I forgot the Detroit game, which I think you were on this one. Detroit, they are eight and a half point favorites at home. They did cover and obviously ended, you know, <laughs> ended the Josh McDaniels era. Um, this game was interesting. Yeah, the did. Raiders kept it close somehow because the Lions kept turning the ball over in the red zone and then kind of kicking a bunch of field goals. They won 26-14 in this one, but and they had 466 total yards, 157. Yeah. But you know, Gibbs looked good. We finally got the Jameer Gibbs game. Yeah, I called. Yeah, the Jameer. I told you. I told oh, you yeah. not to sell your Jameer Gibbs stock. Never, it was coming. Was. He is uh he's third he is third in uh, offensive rookie of the year odds right now. He's plus twelve hundred, by the way. The uh the odds on favor to CJ Stroud at minus one seventy five and then Puka is plus three hundred. Mm-hmm. Um you have Bijan Robinson at plus thirteen hundred, Jordan Addison at plus sixteen hundred. So uh Jackson Smith and Jiggles plus thirty five hundred. He's okay. just he's just below. He's sandwiched in between Will Levis, Zay Flowers, and Sam Laporta. Interesting. So, Sam, I like Sammy too. Okay, this just in. We're doing live chat. This is this is look look at this from Art. And this is you know primetime Murphy giving us no questions. He says, but thanks for increasing my bankroll for horse players. You know if oh, you nice. like the ponies, you have to put some ponies in there. Saturday eighth race uh, at the the Long Jeans. I don't know if I've seen that Long Jeans Breeders Cup. Uh, the turf. He likes the number five horse. August oh August Rodin that's okay. a, that's a that's also a sculptor by the way to win and then he says what does it say now he's always oh, won four of uh, six of eight races in Leopardstown in Leopardstown so yeah. there you go August Rodin the number five horse in the eighth race of the Breeders Cup thank you thank you Prime you're the guy that yeah. we finally got a horse pick out of you I've been <laughs> I've been talking to you for six years but thank you thank you for doing it. Uh, Luke, if you want to give us a horse play or something else, or volleyball play, that's fine. The AVP, yeah, the AVP, <laughs> Milwaukee, Cement, Chicago Open. Yeah. That's right, that's right. Let's go into the Week 9 preview. There's a lot of storylines here. We already mentioned Kirk Cousins being out for the year. Jaron Hall is the starter now. I guess he's a running QB, more or less. Giants, Tyrod Taylor got hurt in that game. You know, They put Tommy DeVito, not Danny DeVito's nephew, another guy, but I heard Daniel Jones is going to start this week. The so. pride of Illinois. The pride. <laughs> he was the pride of Illinois. Now he's gone. Uh, but Darren Waller is his hamstring. He looks like he's out for this one. It says questionable. We know yeah. he's not playing. Well, I said long term when I was reading about it today. They were looking a couple. I love how it's like questionable long term. Yeah. But it's doubtful. The Rams. Matthew Stafford is also out. I put everything. He's, his whole body is hurt. He needs a whole <laughs> week off. Brett Rippon is in. Yeah. Wow. Problem. From uh, Boise State. Yeah. But ding, ding, ding. Hey, yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, I checked the I Good checked for you. Most, Look most at players. you. And then the Falcons, Desmond Ritter, we mentioned, out. They said he had a concussion. We know he just got benched for Tyler Heineke. Steelers tonight, uh, they are going to play Kenny Pickett despite his ribs, which is questionable. But Minka Fitzpatrick is out with a hamstring yeah. injury. He's going to be out for a few weeks, which is bad. Yeah, he was face down the last time we saw him. Oof. Tough luck. Tough. Uh, Patriots, Kendrick Bourne, probably their best receiver, right? He's out for the season. He tore his yeah. ACL uh, this, against the Dolphins. You got Texans, <laughs> Jarrett uh, Patterson, <laughs> ankle. He's doubtful for the 
<laughs> Sideline ball boy is the best receiver on the Patriots. What do you mean? Because right, yeah, I was going to say, the second best receiver probably, but the first one is definitely the sideline ball boy. Or whoever, <laughs> whatever closest coach is on that sideline. Yeah. About eight yard out route. Agreed. Agreed. Anyway, sorry. I'm it's all good. Up. It's all good. Uh, uh-huh. Jets, I, I mentioned Jared, Jared Patterson for the Texans at the center is all doubtful for this week. Uh, offensive tackle Connor McGovern for the Jets, his knee, he's out in IR as well. So a lot of injuries. you got to check these things for the trades. So here we got some big trades, dude. Um First of all, Seattle got Leonard Williams, you know, from the Giants. So, Gi- Giants were sellers. Seattle is still in the mix. They're actually, as you mentioned, good, good call. They they they're in first place right now yeah. in the in the NFC West. Maybe we can get that ticket cashed. Uh, they got to restructure that deal. He's going to make some some good cash. Yeah, and I think it's good long term. They definitely, I mean, they needed support in stopping the run. They're really good defense. They move really quick laterally. They're yes. young and quick in that fashion, but they definitely needed that help run stopping, and he's obviously going to provide it. Right. Uh, here we go. Chase Young from is is going to San Francisco from Washington. They got they got a third round pick for him, so that's that's pretty good actually. Considering <laughs> he was the second pick in the draft, I'm pretty down on Chase Young. You do look at that the names that they have on the front line. We'll see if he matters. He likes to just rush up the field. Maybe he's going to get single coverage now that you know Bosa's on the other side. Maybe it's going to work out. But hey, for them, they you know they got a third round pick from other trade that they have, so yeah. it's it's no big deal. The other one, Montez Sweat for the Bears. I was pretty excited about it initially, but them paying a second round pick and that they're going to have to pay this dude when he was just going to be a free agent anyway, anyway doesn't feel so good, especially not in contention. But I think he's a good player, and I do think he's better than Young. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate it. I like the the Chase Young acquisition too. If you think about it, they got Trent Williams and Chase Young from the Commanders for two third rounders and a seventh round pick. So <laughs> they've bad. been pretty good. And if you look at the San Francisco's D line this year, outside of Bosa, who has twenty four pressures, uh, no one on the on the defensive line has more than nine. So you're going to get a lot of one on ones already. So Chase Young, obviously, I don't think he could do any worse than what they're doing already. So it's definitely going to help for nothing. And then, like you said, Montez Sweat. I don't hate it just because. They're probably going to trade a second, like you said, a second round pick. It's somewhere probably in the early 30s or late 30s. Yeah, maybe early 30s. Um, yeah. But I don't know if you can find a, a, a pass rusher that's going to be as good as Montez Sweat is. So I, no. I don't, I don't hate it. You can definitely build around him. You can pay him whatever money or whatever. Right, they could franchise so him for. I, I don't mind the move. Obviously, everybody's kind of like, oh, why are we doing this? Obviously, you know, it, there's gonna, it's going to take more than one player for the Bears to get better. But no obviously, question. I don't hate you know adding good players anyway. Yeah, I was surprised San Francisco didn't get a cornerback because I think their corners are a little suspect, especially, you know, Ward was okay, but he got kind of smoked uh, the other day with Chase, but then they really need more depth at cornerback. Now they're doing it the old-fashioned way. They're going to create more pressure. They have no problems in the secondary. They had more pressure. You wouldn't. So yeah, that's what they say. They're, they're we'll doing see. addition by subtraction, I guess, to answer your theory. I know. That's the way that they, <laughs> they addressed it. No, I agree. They addressed it that way. I think it might come back to bite them, but... Then we've got Josh Dobbs went from Arizona to Minnesota. He's not going to start this week, but he likely will next week because he's obviously a capable starter. Poor guy has been on like three teams in, in, in less than four months because he was actually yeah. on Cleveland's team, right? Is it Cleveland that traded him to Arizona? Yeah, Something it ended like the last, end of last year. Excuse yeah, me. He was Tennessee last year. Then he went to Cleveland, Arizona. So he's the, you know, yeah. roaming but, you know, guy. I think this might be the best team he's been on, though, arguably. Yeah, they actually can still say. make the playoffs, so they're not giving yeah. up, which is a little surprising. Uh, and then you've got Buffalo picked up Rasul Douglas, the cornerback uh, from Green Bay. They definitely needed this. I don't think it changes the whole balance of it, but I guess they're thinking if they can get a little healthier on the front line, maybe they can 
can play a little better as well. I think that's the sneakiest like move that was made that could make the biggest impact for sure. Mm -hmm. And then we already mentioned Josh Daniel McDaniel's out, but also the GM. And then did you see who the coach is? Antonio <laughs> Pierce. Yeah, it's time to play everybody's favorite game. Name that intern. I mean, look, I think he's a great guy. He's only been actually coaching for a year and a half. So it's kind of not quite like a Jeff Saturday situation, but we'll talk about their pick later. But, you know, we're talking about the dead cat bounce. I'll explain that in a minute. Yeah, that's good to say. What the hell does that mean? Yeah. So let's go over the lines. Tonight we've got Tennessee at Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh's a three-point favorite, 36.5-point total. It's going to be Pickett versus Levis here. Um, I don't know. I, what I would say about this game, even though it's not going to be in, in the top five picks and all that, is that three points is a lot for Pittsburgh because they don't score a lot. But I just naturally would expect Levitz to have a tougher game this week against the Pittsburgh line. Uh, they're, they're obviously going to rush him, and they're going to hit him a lot better than Atlanta did. So I probably would, would lay the points here. Uh, I, I, if it slips to two and a half pregame, I would definitely take it. I'm not going to bet it necessarily, but I would go on the Pittsburgh side in this game. Yeah, this is a tough one. The only thing I feel good about is maybe taking the under. I feel mm -hmm. like this could be a really ugly game. They have two young quarterbacks. Kenny sure. Pickett obviously is dealing with rib injuries, so I'm just probably going to get numbed up before the game. That's probably oh, what yeah. he's been looking to, like forward to all week. Um, so I, I think I just have a hard time going with Tennessee just because I can't see Will Levis having that much success against you know, TJ Watt and not having that defensive line take the game over. So right. uh, that's the number I really like is the under. Other than the game, I think the number is correct. I could see like 17, 14, or even 13, 10, you know, even that low. So yeah, it's uh, currently 37. So you even got that half point on your way. So yeah, under would be I like uh, Westbrook and Kinne for a first touchdown oh, score. By the way. Okay, did you put it in? Uh, no, I was looking at odds before I got here. But okay, it's gonna check after the pod. But yeah, yeah that's for, a that's a receiver for the people. Yeah, for the people yeah. out there, you know, for our loyal fans and listeners. Yeah. Hey, we gotta hit another one. We had one last week. Let's hit this one. Uh, okay, so then there's the game in Frankfurt, Germany, which obviously you're wearing the colors here. It's gonna be 6:30 a.m. in Vegas, by the way. That is really always. Oh, oh, that's right. Is it 6:30? <laughs> oh my god. Well, I'm sure you'll be up, and I have to update this. So now the line has crept down and opened higher, like three points, two and a half. Yeah. To the Chiefs. Now it's one and a half points. Oh yeah. The Chiefs are the favorite. It's 50 and a half is the total, which is, you know, about right. Okay, a couple things on this one. Uh, look, the Chiefs, obviously, we didn't even mention this. They got beat last week against the Broncos. A little bit of a shocking result, although the Broncos traditionally play them very well. I don't know how they play Do they, good defense. When they lose 18 in a row? Well, they lose 18 in a row, but they cover spreads. Oh, this okay. one, good God. That's I right, mean, great team. They, they right. play like shit. Yeah. I mean, like, the, the, the Chiefs didn't do shit. So maybe that's a matchup issue. Um, normally speaking, in this game, if this was on our soil, I think I probably would go Kansas City. I think their defense is pretty good. But, hey, Miami went over there on Tuesday. Kansas City's going over there today. That's been a big, a big angle. The team that's been there the longest has won every single one of these matchups. Yeah. I am sticking with Miami here. I do think they're going to give Kansas City all they can handle. Plus, Tyreek Hill revenge game. <laughs> yeah. I'd like, a, I'd like a bigger spread, but I'll take one and a half. I even took, I think I took Miami on the money yeah. line here. I'll take the over for sure. Okay. This is going to be a big over game for me. There's a couple over games that I like this week, and this is one of them as well. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I like the the trend of you kind of hit on it too, giving over there early, 
has been uh, kind of the only trend with really with these games. Right. Um, and I think just the Nick Bolton. I don't know if he practiced or if he's no, back he's, in practice. He's been out. Um, yeah. I think you know he's obviously the signal caller of the defense mm-hmm. when he's in there. And I think it's kind of made a difference. You know, Russell Wilson didn't have any problem moving the ball against them last week. Yeah, they didn't get um, a lot of yards. It just <clears throat> Mahomes turned the ball over like three times, and that really set up the scores yeah. for Denver. But I just think that Miami is going to score. So Kansas City has to score with them. Can they do that? Yeah. I'm not feeling like they the can. The lateral speed, I think, is going to give them a lot of trouble. I don't know if Kansas City is necessarily built to handle it. Or right. I think the zone run game might actually make a difference this week. So we'll definitely see. And that was another surprising result. that Kansas City did not add another receiver in the trade deadline. I, yeah. I'm just – if only they had a guy like Tyreek Hill. On. Yeah. I mean, I, they, they, I mean, they obviously got a great defense this year. So anyway. Okay, so we're both on, on Miami in that one. So regular games, the noon games uh, will be 10 for you out in, out in the desert. Uh, Minnesota at Atlanta, you've got, I think Atlanta's actually down to a four and a half point favorite now, our four point favorite in the marketplace. It's four and a half at Circa, uh, 37 point total. So this is, the, this is the Heineke coming out game. He gets to start the game. Jaron Hall's gonna get his first start. He's a running quarterback. Action's probably gonna disagree with me on this one, but I think that Atlanta's metrics are depressed because of Desmond Ritter. You put in Heineke with those weapons, I definitely like Atlanta in this one. So I'm a little surprised that the market is betting up Minnesota, who's been playing very well, uh, especially defensively. But I don't know, man. You got this Jaron Hall in his first start, four, and now it's down to four. I've got to take Atlanta on this one. I'm just, I'm not. Favorite. Yeah, the pride of Old Dominion, right? <laughs> there that's you go. What, that's no, I'm with Heineke. We looked you. it up last week. Yeah, I'm with you on Heineke. No, I think he's definitely uh, a definitely more capable quarterback. Obviously, he's, he might turn the ball over a little bit more, right. which um, I think in a different situation would hinder you. But I think like rookie quarterback getting his first start, I think, is going to really favor this matchup for sure. Um, I think Atlanta's going to run the ball a little bit better than most defenses or right. the most offenses that uh, Vikings have faced this year. Uh, words are hard, sorry. Uh, which I think can help, obviously, Heineke with the play-action game. And uh, might have a, uh, a Drake London sighting this week. Let's so hope. So just, uh, I mean, Minnesota's pass defense is garbage. So yeah. I think this is a, I think this is a good blitz. week to hammer, to hammer the Falcons. I think this is, hopefully they don't Falcon this one away. <laughs> so. Look, they do play close games typically, but I think against the Blitz, you know, I'm a big proponent of running. Running the football, I mean, you got to hit deep, obviously, against the blitz too. But you can run at blitzes and you catch them off guard. Bijan should have some big runs this game if he didn't catch yeah. the seams. And so. play action game will be a big, big, uh, I guess, differentiator in the game. That's sure. right. So then we've got Seattle at Baltimore. Seattle traveling all the way east. How many people talk about that? The West Coast team east. Uh, this this is surged up to six point favorite for Baltimore. Forty four point total. This is a tough one. This is this is going to be you know your favorite. I'll, I think I might have put it in my numbers. Let me just make sure before I say this. Okay, good. It's a Jimmy Wegg stay away spot of the week. Um, <laughs> look, six points isn't that much for Baltimore to cover. You know we've seen them cover bigger numbers. You know last week was just six on the road, but Seattle's not a bad football team, and they're going to get Leonard Williams, so they're going to be able to slow the run down a little bit. I don't think Seattle's necessarily an outright winner here. I think it's a tough spot for them, but. I don't know. Baltimore, six points. I just can't do it. So I'm staying away from this game. I hate that number for Baltimore. I love Seattle this week. That's one of my Good. other games. I'm a big Bird fan this week. Look at this guy. Like he's, going, he's going up six. No, I think six is a big number. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Seattle has played really poorly the last 
two weeks. Obviously, yeah. they had a seven, 17 nothing lead last week, but the last two weeks they haven't played very well. No. Um, and I think they have to start getting the ship right a little bit. Um, I think adding a guy like that to the locker room too could help the morale of the team. Like, all right, we got some dudes. Let's go. Like, well, let's get our shit together. Let's yeah. go play. So, um, obviously, they. I think we were talking about too. The metrics are are kind of the same with Gino. Obviously, they haven't scored as many touchdowns. Um, but I mean, hopefully, that's going to come around a little bit, a little more. You know, development with Jackson you, Smith and Jigba. You'd hope that he starts using those weapons appropriately. But they did play. I mean, Baltimore's defense is pretty good too, though. Yeah. I mean, they're not as good as Cleveland, but. You know, just a step down. Yeah, absolutely. I could see that as an over game, though, too, honestly. Okay. 44. Mm. I, feel like, I mean, it, that smells like a 31-27 game. 31-27. So you like you like the dog and the over. Yeah. Okay. Usually not correlated, but okay. That's fair, yeah. I'm staying away. I don't know what the weather's like. We didn't get a weather update Yeah, where's this my week. weather update? Yeah, I know. I didn't even think about that. Meteorologist was off, off so, this week. Weather's not a factor this week, yeah. They're all <laughs> playing in domes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right, the next game, Rams at Green Bay. Uh, this is you know down to three points now. The favorite was up like three and a half. It's kind of bouncing between three and three and a half with Green Bay the favorite at home against the Rams. As we mentioned, Rippon's in for Stafford. You still have Jordan Love. The Jordan Love experiment is still rough. Gag. Um, so, look, I, uh, I'll let you give your note and I'll give you my take. Well, my note was that Matt Stafford was three and eight. Uh, in his record, at, you know, at Green Bay playing in Lambeau, but you're sure. telling me that Brett Rippon's gonna play. So. Yeah, I, I just this is the way I thought it was actually related to him being out of the lineup. Here, look, the way I look at it is this way: the Rams are regressing. They were playing better early in the year. Green Bay is playing like shit. Okay, this is two bad football teams in my view. I am not gonna lay points with a bad football team. So it's Rams or pass for me. But I'm not gonna do it with Rippon on the road. No way. So number two, stay away. Forget it. I'm sure. I'm sure what's gonna happen is actually gonna talk me to this game only with for the dog action. I am not picking Green Bay. Yeah, no, I would stay away from this game too. I think Rippon is pretty competent. I think yeah. from preseason, I think I've seen him a couple games in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, they came he, to Cincinnati. He played at Denver. He played a couple games at Denver. Yeah, yeah right? at Denver as well. They came to Cincinnati, I think, two years ago. I think he played most of that game. So yeah. he didn't look terrible. But right. uh, no, I'm with you. I, I'm not with Jordan Love. I think the Packers are terrible. I, they should start tanking. and get. A, they should get the highest traffic they possibly can because they're not going to sign a quarterback in free agency. Though there was a nice little take that I heard today that uh, the Packers should sign Kirk Cousins because they're going to get him mm-hmm. at a discount. True. There's a good offensive line there. It's kind of the Midwestern part of the country. But anyway, so just in case anyone wants to, uh, I don't know, back that take, feel free to spread that. I think it's good info. So, But okay. no, I'll stay away with you here. I, I like the – I don't like anything about this game, to be honest. This is going to be a boring-ass game. So. Yeah, there's not a lot of games I like this week. There's too much yellow in this game, too. There's too much yellow. There's way yeah. too much yellow. Yellow on yellow. Well, maybe they'll wear the, the blue uniforms out there for the Rams. <laughs> Um, or get, come up with a totally new, you know, like a black uniform for Green Bay. <laughs> so here we go. Arizona, Cleveland. Um, you know, Cleveland played pretty good defensively, but you've got <laughs> P.J. Walker's going to start again, right? Oh, yeah. Now it's seven and a half. It's down from eight, eight and a half. It kind of floats up and down in this one. Uh, 37 and a half point total. So Cleveland's favorite at home. 37 and a half point total. I do think Arizona's in full tank mode. You're starting Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon. You familiar with him? Yeah, from... Oh man, I looked this up. Uh, let me think this through. Clayton Tune is from Houston. Yeah, there you oh, go. Oh, yeah. look at that! You nice. can't fool me, nice. buddy. I looked this up. Yeah, you did. Uh, but 
you're showing Kevin Stefanski is 18 and seven following a loss. That's straight up. We don't know against the spread. No, just following a loss in his career as a Browns head coach. He's 18 and seven. Yeah, a seven and a half is just a big number for this offense, man. I mean, how can you do it? I can't lay it with Arizona, but or, or take it for Arizona, but Cleveland seven and a half points. They shouldn't be favored that many against anybody. With Think about offense. that defense. I know the defense. There's I gonna love be them at as least, a dog. Now, if anybody's going to take a touchdown prop this week at any time, please take the Browns. And, Browns defense. And show it to me on Twitter. You know, sure. me or whatever. I'd love to see it. What but, is that Twitter handle again? Uh, at Mr. Grumpy Gills. Okay. Um, so yeah, definitely check that out. But I'd love. To, I think it's a good idea. I think it's. I think it's the bet of the weekend, honestly, to take the the Browns defense to score any time touchdown. Okay. So I, I think I would love the Browns. I'd take They're going to win like ten nothing. Yeah, the ten. Yeah, ten nothing. They could. It I think they're to cover. I think the run game is going to take over. Over. Um, I think that's really the big difference in this game is going to be the offensive versus that defensive line play. Both sides of the ball, both sides of the ball favor the Browns, and I think it's going to be. A, I don't disagree. A They're a way better team than Arizona. <clears throat> There's no question. Arizona could be like rolling up the. Those guys are like looking at you know looking at ads for. Uh, the Browns still have something to fight for. They're still in the. Oh, but there's still no question. Hunt, you know? But this offense sucks. Ah, have we not I watched think, this? I think you just watched too many Bears games. That's all. I watched the I watched these guys play too. Yeah, well, they actually they had good offense last week in Seattle. Okay, they just so had one bad play call that put a guy in a position to throw a pick, and you know that's that's a little. PJ Walker comes down. PJ Walker's not good. Well, they should run the ball and punt. As, I mean, <laughs> think about it. As a coach, if you want your best unit on the field, they would definitely. They should just definitely wait till they turn the ball over. Look, ah. they could win nine to nothing, and you get this cover. I I just for my top five, I can't make this pick. Oh, I don't know if I put it in the top five. Stomach, but this turn, definitely Cleveland. Watching sure. this game, like they Cleveland. get that backdoor field goal to get within the the number. Yeah, you just—it sounds like you're afraid of the backdoor. Are you it's worried about? Are, are you worried? Okay, I was gonna say, are you worried about the backdoor? Is this the backdoor alert? We you can know, get that I love the backdoor. I love entering the backdoor. Right, right. So, but no, Cleveland's inside here. Take Cleveland. We'll highlight it and we'll talk about it next week. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, so we're gonna highlight it. Okay. Yes, since you're on Arizona, yeah, I mean I'm that not one. Really on Arizona, I'm just not. I can't cover this many points with you're the. You're a big uh, uh, tune guy. The Brownies, yeah, Clayton. Yeah. Let's go, Clayton. C-team. All right, here we go. Washington at, at New England. Uh, I think New England is down to a three. Everything's moving on us. A three-point favorite. It was up to three and a half the earlier this week. The difference an hour makes. I know, right? Forty and a half point total. Actually, four up to forty-one. Boy, oh wow! Come on, statistician, keep up with this stuff. So the, the D-line for Washington sense. was great at one time. He <laughs> lost two number one or first round picks back to back. Does it matter? Does does New England get right? They looked a little better against Miami, and they've obviously played very good against Buffalo. So I got to take New England or pass here. I mean, I don't know. You guys, Sam Howell, maybe he does it, but it's New England or pass. It's not in my top five, but I can't back Washington. Number one, sales mode. number one, number one fantasy quarterback last week. You know who it was? Is it Sam? It Hall? was Sam. Yep. That is, is that was a leading question? <laughs> that is correct. So good job, <laughs> nice job. Uh, no, I like the over in this game. Okay. This is one of those over games 41. I talked about three or four. I was sprinkling that one. I love. Uh, definitely take the over. Uh, I I like the commies here. Ooh, I think. Um, get this. There is. I don't even know you anymore. I think this will be like one of the last games they do one of the season because I it's think possible. Ron Rivera is gonna. Oh, he's uh, he, yeah, he. It's over. He's definitely out of the job, walking. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. The man has a family. Okay, can we? He's made we plenty be, of money in the NFL. Uh, he's a former Bear. I've always beloved. He was on this Super Bowl team, but yeah, he's he's interesting now. So just to like listen to his press conferences or something, but. 
Um, no, I actually I do like I do like the the commies this way. The, Did you say commodes? Yeah, the I've commies. Yeah, the commodes. The commies. <laughs> Uh, Eric Bieniemy's actually been playing, actually been calling good games against the Eagles. So hopefully he treats the the Patriots like he treats the Eagles. It's the only team they can score against, apparently. But we'll see. <laughs> no, New England's defense isn't that great. I mean, they obviously didn't do good against the best offense, but we'll see. All right, we're against each other again. I'm, again, these are not like my look. When is Wegs gonna actually make a, a stand and make some good picks? I already picked Miami for y'all. Okay, <laughs> get off my back. Um, anyway. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. We've got, oh, another humdinger. We've got yeah. my, my Bears going down to the Saints. Sorry, everybody. The Bears sucked. I mean, Badgett had that big play in the first play of the game, which should have probably been a touchdown, but they called him down and he wasn't down. But now they're eight and a half point dogs again on the road at, at New Orleans, 41 point total. Ah, Badgett's still starting. Look, I still, <laughs> hey, he's my guy. He's in club dub permanently, or at least for a while. He didn't play great. Yeah. He's Division II quarterback. It's going to take some time. New Orleans looked great last week, scoring against what a terrible defense in um, in the Colts defense. But I don't know, bro. It's one of these games. These games suck. I can't pick any of these games. I cannot pick the Saints to cover eight and a half against anybody. I'm right. sorry. Can't do it. I can't do anyone. it. That's why I'll go again. I'll go with the Bears again, plus eight and a half. Oh, okay. I know Badgen stinks. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Eight and a half? No way. It's too bad they're not arm wrestling. The Bears would be favored in something. Yeah. Oh, the second thing I was going to mention, they should have had arm wrestling at the costume party that we were at. That would have been a fun little activity. <laughs> that would have been much more Halloween. fun than the stupid bounce. Yeah, whatever, the, whatever, the, yeah, whatever they were playing. I think but, I'm uh, terrible at. Um, no, I, again, we differ. I like New Orleans here. Yeah, I do. Well, I just, they're, like, come they're on, Alan Kamara is, awesome. is going to eat this Bears linebacking core alive. Man, Their defense he's already, is good. He's it. already got... Um, well, he missed what three games, and he's already, I think, second in the league in, in receptions for a running back. So, I just, I, I, I think they're getting it together. I picked this okay. team to, to maybe fool around. Didn't you say flirt. they were in the NFC at one time? I, they flirt with the one seed. Yeah, so they got to get going a little bit. I think this yeah, is, yeah. I think Game this is a, seed. yeah, I think this is a good spot for them. I, this is another get right. I think they're gonna play well at home. Okay. Um, the dome is going to be rocking. I like the over again in this one too. Wow! So, yeah, they, they actually the Saints have been on an over streak. I don't know if you've noticed. I know so they, like they, they were games. so under for yeah. a season and a half. Now they got to go over. Well, they also yeah. have been playing some pretty bad defense. So, the Bears, eh, we'll see. I can see Cole Komet uh, anytime touchdown score that game. Too. Oh, yeah. like it, like yeah. it. All right, here we go. Tampa at Houston. Finally, Jimmy Wang's going to get on the board here. Uh, Houston <laughs> is, is he? he is wow. two and a half point favorite for Houston at home. Um, look, they came, they didn't play great coming out of the bye, which is understandable. Maybe they've there's a lot of tape out on Stroud now, maybe it's a little bit undervalued. But what I'll say is, Houston's defense still played very well, and I think they're going to play well in this one at home. I am on the home favorite for Houston. It's weird that they're favored now. I know your Tampa team, your, your Baker Mayfield, you know, he's he's not getting it done. So, Houston. Two and a half at home. Got it on the top five. Oh, in the top five. Oh, yeah, they're in the top okay, five. Maybe nice. with Houston. Um, well, I've got this one, I think, in my top five, too. I'm going with Tampa. Look at you. We are This is our time. official um, side action loser leaves town game of the week. <laughs> is it? Um, Why yeah, did you say for that? Sure. Uh, well, Houston's, what, three and four? Are both these teams they're three, three and, and four? They're three and four. 
four. That sounds right. Three and four. Three and four. They're three and three. One of the other. No, because yeah, they just got out of their bye. So yeah, no, no, no I'm just. Far. But I think this is the loser leaves town game. I think this uh-huh. is kind of like your playoff. If you are going to make win this game, maybe make the playoffs. You're going to lose this game and probably tailspin into like six or seven wins. So okay. Um, I think this is definitely the wake up call that Tampa needs. Um, hopefully they're a little bit of an older roster, so I think Did the bye week actually net? helps them. No, um, the Bills did. Oh, the Bills. <clears throat> the Bills signed Leonard Fournette. Um, but no, I think this is this is like the now or never game for Tampa, in my opinion. So the, they're getting the points. I got them with three, so now they're down to two and a half, Better. which I don't love. I would, I'd, I'd almost rather take Houston with that minus two yeah, and a half. People, but, are, be, people are betting Tampa. Um, I like Tampa plus three, and I think Tampa definitely gets off the schneid here. Okay. Go for it. I, I can't do it. No way. Uh, next one, Indianapolis at Carolina. Indy looked good on offense, terrible on defense in, the, in, in their game against the Saints. They are also, get this, look at this, adjustment, a two-and-a-half-point road favorite here. Uh, and then it's a 44-point total. Yes, 44-point total still. Look, I actually like Indy in this game. I uh, No, I'm sorry. I like Carolina in this game. Uh, I, I know that Carolina, we were on them last week because of whatever, thought the offense would be better, but Indy's defense is atrocious. So I think Bryce Young's going to have a great game this week. I, I would I would definitely put him in some sort of DFS situation. I know you uh-huh. just look at this every week. He's going to throw at least two touchdown passes, if not three. Really? This Colts defense is terrible. Now, will the, can, they, can the Carolina stop the Indy offense? Not really sure. Not sure about that one. TBD, but I would definitely side with the home dog in Carolina. I'm, I like, I'm with you. I'm with Carolina. The problem I do see, though, is that Indianapolis has a above-average height of defensive line. Like, their defensive um, line height little. is like... Yeah, so I could see... Uh, if you could bet on the over under padded passes, I would definitely take the over. I think sure. that could be a problem in this game. Uh, I'm with you. I'm, I like Carolina. I think you know, they won last week. They maybe put a little, you know, what, two games together. It's not a winning streak yet. That's three. But, uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you. I like, I like the home here. Um... I think the run game is going to be a big difference too, and I think okay. like you to your point, Carolina's defense is a little more serviceable. Um, Frank Wright revenge game too. Oh yeah, so, sure. So I like that factor as well. It should it should come into some kind. Of yeah, play, he'll so. have a trick player too. I'm sure you know on on file for Indy. <laughs> so I think that might be the difference. Jonathan Mingo sighting? Question mark. Is that just going to be one of those three touchdown passes that year? He'll get one. Yeah, you Jonathan don't Mingo. Get one. Okay. More than Th- a, feeling anytime. More than a feeling. Okay. More than a feeling. Exactly. Hooked on a feeling. Uh, okay, so you've got Indianapolis. I'm sorry, next one. the Giants at the Raiders. This is what I talked about: the dead cat bounce game. What does this mean? Do you know what this means? No. When you fire a coach, you go with that team because they're usually dogs. I can't believe they're still favored in this game, but you go with that team to bounce back to have a big game. Oh. Okay. So it's the dead cat's dead. You put it on the ground. It bounces back up because the cat's actually still alive. Gotcha. For just a week or two. I'm not going to oh. go with the Raiders long run. They gotcha. stink. They stink. No, they don't stink that bad. I think they actually, the offense has the makings of a decent offense. And I don't think the defense is that bad. So when you look at it, two points at home against the Giants, even with Daniel Jones, I did think this would, I would check if you're betting this game, wait for this. Maybe it'll go down towards the Giants. In Circa, it is still two points, so we have to live with it. But... I'm all over the Raiders and the Dead Cat Pals special of the week, minus two at home. Wow. I'd be with you if Daniel Jones wasn't playing, but we all know Daniel Jones on the road is a different quarterback. He's totally different. He loves playing on the road. He's so, amazing. Uh, I'm, I am I got to ride. Even though I love my guy AOC, i got to ride with Danny Dimes this week, I think. The the heartbreaking loss that they had <laughs> against the Jets. Um, and I think I think one. the Vegas are just in their total tank. I think the, the learning curve with AOC is going to be – 
um, treacherous, I think, to say the least. Um, I, I like the over in this game, though, too. I think this is Yeah, it's be, a low total. Yeah, 37 and a half. Yeah, yeah, I like the over here. I think you got competent quarterback play. Um, but the, the wide receivers are so subpar in this game, though. I think there's there's going to be a big day, I think. But uh, Do you think they'll be able to st- – the Giants will be able to stop the run without Williams? Yes, I think okay. they'll be all right. I think they'll be fine. I think the big the big difference in this game, I think, will Danny Dimes actually running the ball. Like, his rushing Very goal, important. I think, will be the difference in the game. This is assuming Matt – you know, our guy Max Crosby doesn't kill him on the first or second play. Yeah. The guy's, the guy's amazing. Yeah, well, they have Tommy DeVito. They've got the pride of Illinois. On the bench. That's their, oh, just in case. Yeah, just in case. So yeah. Either sure. way, I think the Giants are going to walk in there with a win because they okay. are the Road Warriors. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. It's in my. It's in my time. They're feisty. They got the other road. You know, they beat the Cardinals on the road. So. Wow. Yeah. They 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 came back from. Yeah. Twenty eight points. Exactly. Down. Even better. So. I think the Raiders Warriors. are going to. First of all, the Raiders haven't scored more than twenty points all season. Yeah. This is the game. This is the game. Their implied total is probably like eighteen or seventeen. Nineteen. <laughs> Go over that total. They're gonna score more points. They're gonna open up the offense. It's gonna be it's gonna be yeah. Fun. Like Devontae Adams, like just hammer everything. Just every yeah. Adams game. is gonna get the ball. Squeaky wheel game for okay. sure. I think he's having an amazing game this week. Okay. No question. All right. So here we go. Some big. These are the actual big games of the week here. They all backloaded a little bit. There's like four. There's like four big ones. Yeah. There's four big ones. The ones that uh, Miami game was big, and then yeah. we got the last the last two of the night here. So we got Dallas at Philadelphia. This is still in the four o'clock window of Eastern time. So you've got Dallas, or Philly's a three-point favorite at home, 46-point total. That still holds up right now, 46-and-a-half, actually, so a little bit higher. That Seattle-Baltimore game was the other big one. Oh, was that a big four. one to you? Yeah, I mean, you get the mm-hmm. NFC West leader against the NFC North leader. Six-point six point, six point difference. Yeah. That's one score. What, what are we NFL, talking about? Every, every NFL game is one score. So exactly, exactly, so what's your argument here? How My argument is not that big of a game. It's a bigger spread. Uh, well, what's about, it's a battle of the birds. So what we got to see who is the superior. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. All right, so this one is a battle <laughs> of the birds and the boys. And uh, you know what? I know it's on my metrics. I know it's how I feel about Dallas. I got crushed against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. I'm going again. They're dogs on the road. They're going to be ready to go. Obviously, they lit it up in Jerry Dome, as they always do. The Eagles are really good. We all know this. But they still haven't performed that well. So... If you're going to give me points, divisional road dog, plus three, take it all day. Dallas is my pick. I almost, Top five. I almost think Dallas might be like the Miami of the NFC. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. When they go play bad teams, they just overwhelm them. When they play good teams, they're just like, oh, we have work to do. So, mm-hmm. Eagles all the way. Eagles hammer this. up. We're, yeah, hammer at home. We're they're not, they're not losing at home. a lot of home. games to pick from. Whether Jalen Hurts is all the way healthy, which I, I believe that he's not. I think there's definitely something wrong with him. Yep. Um, whether it's knee or ankle, I have no idea. I'm not a doctor. Um, I am on Twitter, though, sometimes. <laughs> so... Um, Dr. Grumman. <laughs> Dr. Miss Dr. Grumman. Uh, I think, the, I mean, obviously, A.J. Brown's going to have more than 125 yards. That's just a given yep. at this point. He's broken that um, streak. And I, I just, there's going to be so many ways to overwhelm Dallas's defense for Philadelphia that I think Philadelphia's front seven is going to overwhelm Dallas's offensive line. I think they're going to have trouble. And I think mm. when you rush Dak, I think Dak is just a different quarterback when he doesn't have a clean pocket to throw out of. And, okay. I think it's going to be a difference in the game, and it's going to be ugly, I think. Wow. This is going to be probably another— You think they're going to blow them out? I think it's going to be another, like, yeah, 10-point victory, at least, in hmm. prime time for a team facing Dallas. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Absolutely. Totally no, disagree with you. And, and no fine. one hates Dallas more than Philadelphia, oh, so— there's no question. There's no love lost there. But, like, this is the way I look at it. And granted, last year doesn't mean anything for this year, but the teams are pretty similar, right? 
Last year, they went on the road. Cooper Rush played very well in that game. They were they were in that game. That's with Cooper Rush, not Dak. I'm not saying Dak is great. We'll he's better Cooper than Rush Cooper Rush. Be better. Come on, dude. He's not better. I mean, from a mobility standpoint, he might be. Maybe. And that's what you kind of need against Philly. Yeah, I don't know. And then, obviously, we got the Minshew game last year where he was just <laughs> chucking, hucking, and chucking. But I don't know. I just I just like Dallas in the spot. We'll see if the metrics mean anything. They are the number one rated team in the Wiggs Index, which may yeah. mean nothing. But... We'll go. Wait, we're a lot Same. of times against each other. You get a lot of games to pick from here. <laughs> In the Sunday night window, you've got Buffalo uh, going to Cincinnati. This game is actually down to uh, two point favorite for Cincinnati. Um, yeah, it's two in the contest too. Forty eight and a half. It's actually up to forty nine and a half point total. Um, look, I get they got Russell, whatever his name is. He's pretty good. I think Cincinnati all the way here. I'm all the way on Cincinnati. Not necessarily every single game. Because there's going to be situations when they shouldn't be favored, but at home against Buffalo's defense that seems compromised, still they're not going to be able to stop the pass game. And I think more importantly, the defense—you got to be able to run this ball against Cincinnati. They stop the run pretty well. Buffalo doesn't run the ball ever. They're just going to pass every time. Hendrickson and the, and the crew is going to take care of business. Two points is is kind of light to me, so I'll take Cincinnati at home. Again, is this a must-win for Buffalo or a can't-lose for Cincinnati? What you say? Oh boy. Uh, both teams need to win the game, so you said must must win for Buffalo. Or I can't lose for Cincinnati. Can't lose for Cincinnati. Well, obviously Cincinnati's in a tougher division. They are actually still in fourth place in the division. I don't know if you knew this. Yeah, which is crazy. At four and three. Um, so it's it's really a yeah, can't lose for division. Cincinnati, I guess. Because they're zero and two in their own division, right? Right. Yeah. It's not in division, but. And then Buffalo, could they still win? Or still, there's a must win. Eh. I mean, they won last week, right? They got the must win last week. They needed to win that one. This one isn't a must win. And I also think I don't know. It, it it's yeah, a weird so game. Remember last year was this is the Demar Hamlin game where yeah. he got injured. Yeah, this is the, the New Year's attack. the New Year's Day game. I think is when that happened. Yeah, and it was one of those situations. The game didn't even get wiped off the slate. So Cincinnati, it I think, had a chance at the one seed. It did, it did, and then Cincinnati went up and punched him in the mouth. So yeah. it is a revenge game for Buffalo. I just don't think they have it in them. I don't think they have a running game, and I don't think they have the defense to stop them. So, well, Trey Hendrickson was. It's questionable. Well, he's not questionable, but I guess he hasn't really been practicing. Up. Yeah, so I like Buffalo here. I do, I like. I, I know I love the I'm jungle. And I love my, I love my guys in Cincy. You know, but you know you wore the jer- Cincinnati jersey. Yeah, I week. I completely agree. I'll I'll probably wear it again okay. at some point. I'm sure, but uh, no, I like Buffalo this week. I think they've been playing really well. They've got Gabe Davis involved. Uh, I think they actually can Shorter run the ball runs. against Cincinnati this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, James, they, they have a, a true number one back, I think, in James Cook, even though they keep adding other running backs, which makes no sense to me. But right. um, I, I almost think Josh Allen is more – he's almost more efficient with the, with the uh, three wide receiver personnel that they run more. Oh, I'm with, sure he is. With Dawson Knox being out. So that was like the big difference in Dayball's system was they ran, they ran a lot of three wide receivers, mm-hmm. um, and he really flourished that. And then now they're kind of obviously forced to do that with the injury. So and I think that's going to really help them and match up with Cincinnati from a defensive personnel too. So, okay, wow. Going opposite every time. Well, how about this last game? We got Monday Night Football here. <laughs> we got the Chargers and the Jets. This the, is going to be the, the Jets are at home, three and a half point favorites. Uh, obviously, you've got look riding high. You know the Chargers took care of the Bears pretty easily in that one. We're going to play at the Jets. You still have Wilson at the helm there, and the money is going towards the Chargers. So it's three and a half. So it's a key number. It's over the key number, forty point total. So maybe a messed up game. 
you know, I didn't put them in the top five. I had them there at one time, but I, I got to take the Jets three and a half at home. Yeah. Give me a break. I mean, I can't. The Chargers, look, they finally covered a number last week. Congratulations. You're paying. Maybe, you. maybe Wilson's not better them. than Badgett, but uh, I don't know, dude. That defense is playing nasty and doing what they need to do. I know they probably shouldn't have won last week, but this team's, team's tough, and they're, they're right in the mix for the playoffs. So, you know, I'm on the Jets plus three and a half. Yeah, I'm with you with that number. I love the three and a half. I just, I can't if I can bet on the Chargers to not go across the country and charger it away. Like, they will find a way to lose <laughs> of course. this game. You know, Staley will go for it on fourth and 22 from like his own 22 or some crazy, you know, craziness. So, I'm with you on the Jets at plus three and a half. The, to your point, the defense has played well in prime time, especially. You know, right. they beat the Bills in prime time this year. Um, Obviously, they got shellacked by Dallas. That was luckily at a 4 o'clock window. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I guess they've played well in prime time. Zach Wilson has been serviceable the last four games. He hasn't, he, I think he's thrown four touchdowns and maybe two picks. So mm. he's turning the ball over less. He's not costing them the game. So to your point, I think that defense can make a play or two and, yeah. and Reece, keep him alive. Uh, does Aaron, do you think Aaron Rodgers, like hinting at coming back, yeah. do you think that motivates the defense? Because at some point, the defense is going to get so tired. You know, yeah. like we're going to roll around the week 13 and. Someone's going to just embarrass this Jets defense because they're so wore out. So I saw think... a crazy prop, man. I saw, not prop, but the future. I mean, Jets plus 3,000 win, win the AFC. Hey, no. they make the playoffs and get Rodgers back. You never know. You never know. I mean, AFC is not as loaded as we thought it was going to be, I think. There's a lot of, been a lot of injuries. And... Well, I just don't think there's as much parity. Like, it's the team, the team with the better quarterback is more likely going to be in that slot. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's just the, that's the thing. Yeah. Okay. So you're on the Jets. We actually agree on one game. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. That's fine. Well, let's go. They got nice green helmets. That's what we'll go with. <laughs> the color. I love the Charger helmet. All right. So here we go. Uh, my top five. We'll start off. We got Miami plus one and a half in Frankfurt. Houston minus two and a half at home. Uh, we've got Dallas plus the three against Philly. Cincinnati on the short favorite minus two against the Bills and the Dead Cat Pounce game. The Raiders minus two at home against the Giants. What is your top four this week? Uh, for the Beaver Nation, we're going with uh, Seattle plus six. We're going to take Philly minus the three. Um, we're also going to take Atlanta and uh, spot you the four points. And then we're going to ride with Tampa plus two and a half. Nice. So we're not too, I mean, obviously, you, you like Mike. I obviously like that Atlanta pick. But uh, we're against each other in the Tampa game. That's the Houston. That's head-to-head. <laughs> and Philly. Philly-Dallas head-to-head. So Seattle, that was just a pass game for me. So Good, good. So, um... I'm gonna go to the I'm gonna go to the casino, guys. Uh, I'm gonna do people it. People who are you know night me. ranger. I'm probably gonna go Friday evening afternoon. If you're gonna go, please text me. If you're ever gonna go to the gate, Wex is going to the casino. He's going. Text me, guys. I will meet you somewhere and we can roll the bones. You can all make some money. So I'll probably go tomorrow late afternoon, early evening. Don't have any plans tomorrow evening. Good. We got to check with Luke to see if he's uh, you know feeling better. He, he followed the emergency plan like I told him to do with the vitamin C. Um, and then you're headed to Vegas. Yeah, we're going to Vegas for <clears throat> James's 60th birthday, so that'll right. be fun. Hopefully, we'll roll some bones with our Irv and the Swerve, and the Swerve, and a handful of others. So I think there's 17 people that I think we're going on the yeah. Facebook invite. So that's pretty good. So it should be a good time. I think we're going to Circus Olay one night, which I've never seen. Yeah, so that that's would be a fun. Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Do you are you you're not going? But you know the itinerary. I do. Uh, what is this? Callie and I talked about it because uh, I was toying with the idea of flying out there just for one night and then. But then, it, and not that this was the factor, but you guys already got the ticket to Cirque du Soleil. I'm like, so I'm going to fly out there and go see Cirque du Soleil. I would have gone to Circa on yeah. Sunday, but I'm like, I don't know. Then I got to buy that ticket. And I'm like, she's like, you're not going to go to your friend's birthday 
and Cirque du Soleil. I'm like, I'm spending like a grand to fly out there. Yeah. Fly back for one yeah. night. I'm not going to do so that. We're not so. like in St. Louis or something. Yeah, like yeah. I decided to pass. I just, I'm going to Belgium. Now. Yeah. But the weather will be in the 70s, so that'll be yeah. nice. Uh, and don't get to see stadium swim, so that'll be cool. Uh, and yeah, we take the red eye. I have the red eye back Monday, so we can have bowling Tuesday. Yeah, you can't miss bowling. You got the no. red eye. Yeah, we're hot. Yeah. Hotter than a fox in a forest fire. <laughs> Real hot. Yeah. So I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. We didn't talk about this before the pod. This no. is bad, bad planning on my part. Couldn't get action to, to join you next week for the nice. podcast. So what do you feel about the pod? Do you feel like you want to do it solo? You could, you could have a guest star in my spot to do it, or we could pass a week. So what would you like to do? The listeners are listening. Yeah, I was going to say, we don't want to rob the listeners. So I feel no, like we should course. definitely have a weekly pod. Okay. As far as if it'll be solo or not, we can definitely figure it okay, out. Okay, you tell me. I can walk you through some <clears> things. <throat> you know how to get to the YouTube. But we'll figure that out. So we will have a podcast next week. I will probably... I can send you my pics and stuff. I just... I'm going to be in Belgium visiting my kid. Flying on Wednesday night. Get in Thursday. I don't even know what time it's going to be where. It's going to be seven hours or something different. I don't know how I'm going to do that. Like midnight pod over there. It's going to be a lot to juggle, so uh, I'm just going to, hey, Jimmy Wegg's stay away situation, so we'll let Dalton carry the side action. Maybe the, maybe these guys can, can log in some questions or something or, or pop in with you and say hello and so you can Yeah, you're make six hours through. ahead in Belgium. Six so. hours, yeah. So it'd probably be like 11-ish. Eh. I don't know how the internet's going to be. A lot of factors, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So you got this. Baby. There's a lot of women in Belgium. Yeah, it could be distracted. Yeah. You never know. Well, I know I'll be distracted. Well, maybe you're going to have father-daughter time. I mean, be with my mom, too. Yeah. Great to pick up chicks with your mom. It's no, I mean, come move. on. Mom Wags? Come on. Mama Wags would be a great wing woman. Yeah, I trust me. It's in the name. Come She'd on. just be Jimmy. Jimmy's <laughs> too young. Oh, it's not James? Oh, no. Only if, when I was a kid, she would yell at me, James Edward Weglars, right? Right. But now it's like, Jimmy. Oh, nice. Okay. Jimmy. There's six callers Isn't ahead of us. young for you? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, they're all younger than me, Mom. Wow. <laughs> Father time's undefeated, you know? Never loses. All right. Well, check us out next week and obviously help out with the new comments as we're doing the live stream. Whatever time, maybe you can post when you're going to do it to help you out. Yeah, tell your uh, friends. Follow us at Side Action Pod on Twitter and Side Action Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Wexpool and on Instagram. And you can check me out on Instagram, uh, at Dalton Cooper, on Twitter, at Mr. Grumpy Gills. Uh, we are the Side Action Podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Hope to catch you next week. Uh, other than that, happy gambling. Happy <laughs> gambling. <laughs> That's a wrap for this episode of the Side Action Podcast. We appreciate all of your listens, and thank you for joining us. We'll see you all again next week on Thursday for some more hot picks and side action. Side Action Podcast, its owners and associates take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this podcast, and opinions between talk show hosts may conflict. Individuals following the advice given on the podcast accept their own risk of losses from wagers made, as the Side Action Podcast, its owners, hosts, associates, or guests will not guarantee any advice given. The opinions and advice given on the Side Action Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Intro and outro and transition music credits. Song titles, Jerry 5, 
and District 4 by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.org, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 3.0, creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by 3.0.